Hey, I know. I'll use my trusty frying pan as a drying pan. Welcome to Out of the Drawing Pan, a Pokemon the Series podcast, where each week we discuss two episodes from the Pokemon anime and just whatever happens to pop into our minds. Just a quick reminder, we are an E4 explicit podcast, so listener discretion is advised. And I'm your host, Jacob, and I'm here with my co-host, Alex. <sighs> Hello, everybody. Hello. Second recording back. How you feeling, Alex? More normal than normal. usual. Well, I guess I'm always abnormal, but I'm getting more back into the groove so that's a good thing that is a good thing speaking of good things our other co-host is here austin how you doing groove thing shake your groove thing baby you know sorry to interrupt you but when i was waiting for you to jump in and you were doing that head bob i was reminded of the night at the roxbury movie when they're all in the car doing that head bob thing That was a TikTok trend another visual gag for the podcast for the audio podcast yes They've all seen the movie. They know what it looks like. I have not, actually. You've never seen A Night at the Roxbury? I know the the gif. It's... <laughs> what other... Okay, aside from that movie, what other movies are based on SNL skits? Tommy Boy? There's a shit ton. Tommy Boy, really? No, they what, they what they did is they knew that, like, David Spade and Chris Farley had good chemistry. So I think they just took them and made a whole bunch of movies. Wayne's World. Wayne's, Wayne's World was World. one. Coneheads. Oh, Tony yes. Gruber. Yes, that's right. Hmm. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I got a soft topic you were saying, Austin. But what about your week? How was your week? Was it pretty good, at least? I got my first monkeypox vaccination. Really? Good job. Uh, yeah, it's the most severe reaction I've ever had to a shot in my life. Oh, no. Uh, can you all see my, my oh. mark, mark? Ooh, yeah. Ooh. The big red welt. Is that where they gave it? Like, right there? Uh-huh. Really? I thought they, they didn't go, like, shoulder area. They went forearm? No, it was something weird. It would like, we have to do it subdermally or something like that. I don't remember. Or intradermally. It was, it was odd. Like they didn't go as far down as they usually go, I think, to give the shot in the skin. Oh, what they call it, like aspirate or something where they like pull it in and then they pull a little bit, then they squeeze it. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. I'm not a medical. I'm I'm not a medical person. Yeah. How, what was the reaction that you had though? What was that like? Oh, I was just fatigued and a little sore. Hmm. Okay. Which is a big deal for me, because usually I have no reaction whatsoever. Yeah. How long has this one been around, like this vaccine? I have no idea. I don't know if it was like a, like, if it was emergency one, like the COVID one, or if it's like been around and we just had it and... I know it's a pre-existing vaccine because, you know, it's related to smallpox or whatever. Yeah, I think it's already, it was already existing, but it was so, it was relatively unknown, so there wasn't a whole lot of need for it, but now it's more prevalent. Oh, so they just had to, like, ramp up production of it. and I guess. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I gotta wait four weeks for my second shot, then two weeks, and then I'm 90%, it's 90% effective. Good cool. job, Austin. Good for you for being proactive with your health. I'm trying. So it's a two-doser? Four mm-hmm. weeks in between? Okay. Cool deal. And you do anything else this week besides protect... From the pox? Um, no. No, boring. My life's boring. <laughs> My life's boring. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, 
Uh, since you didn't do people anything. People are starting to send me, like, Snapchats of them, like, at, at the club and stuff. And I'm like, y'all, I still... I'm too afraid. I'm just... I'm so afraid of the COVID. I'm too afraid to go out into crowded areas like that. Don't still. go to the clubs. That's, like, the worst place you could go with everybody close together and stuff. Mm-hmm. Those aren't good places to go to begin with. True. I mean, exactly. I mean, like, you're getting other stuff worse than COVID, potentially, from these places. We're so boring. We're, like, young <laughs> young adult people who are like, eh, the clubs suck. Uh, don't go to the club. <laughs> Well, I've never been like that. I've never been like, let's go out and rage or bar hop or anything like that. I've never been. Yeah. I've been dragged to stuff before and that's made some good stories, but that's that's about it. Like, I've never been willingly going to these places. Jacob, you and I once tried to bar hop and it didn't go very well. No, we had. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> that was kind of fun, though, because uh, it was funny. It was funny. Like I said, it made a good story. That's all it did there. Like, the enjoyment of bar hopping was not there, but the fun stories created out of it were awesome. So, what about you, Alex? Did you have some fun this week or do anything thrilling? I did. What's I that? did actually do something thrilling. Well, thrilling for me because in the same vein of being boring, the most exciting thing that happened to me this week was I was somewhat impulsive and I went to go and get a haircut impulsive as if you had been planning this for weeks okay maybe this isn't as important to men as it is to like women but i have had long hair my entire adult life so the decision to go out and get my hair chopped off it's in a it's a curly pixie cut now it was a big deal it's a big deal for me i've never had short hair like this in my entire teenage adult life the last time i had short hair was when i was like four years old so that it is, it's very different and thrilling and big decision because hair doesn't grow back that fast. But it does grow back though, which is interesting. You know, it takes like two years to grow your hair six inches or something like that. I bet I could be. How long is your hair? How long? Before that. My hair, well, it used to be down to my mid back and then my original haircut screwed up my hair. Um, and that's part of the reason why I decided to get it cut short was because I was sick and tired of the bad haircut that I had so I was just like chop it off yeah you mentioned that like before the podcast and I got to thinking like that's the only thing on your body you can do that with chop it off and it'll grow yeah like like I'm like I'm sick of this I'm just gonna chop it off and restart you you can only do that with your hair you don't get that opportunity with anything else exactly what did you else did you do Alex well that was the biggest thing I guess I'm still in somewhat of a recovery mode and other than that, just watching. Did we talk about this last week? It's a blur. I started watching Family Guy. Yeah, we did talk about that. We were like, uh, really? Yeah, I know. I don't know what's come over me. It's because Seth MacFarlane's hot. He is hot. I feel guilty for thinking that, but it's true. <laughs> it is true. I hate it. <laughs> I know. I hate that it's, I hate that I feel that way because I'm like, uh, I don't know why. I just feel like weird about it. Jacob here to agree or disagree? I think for a comedian, for sure, like, you know, you know, oh, no, in in general, handsome man. But I mean, like, I guess comedians, I don't know, like you expect something else. But then you see him, especially we're hearing his voice. Like, I never I saw his voice acting way before or heard his voice acting way before I actually saw his face. I didn't expect that to match with that. If that makes sense. Like the deep baritone he has. Yeah. And the range he has with his voice very talented 
he can sing, he can act, he can do all these voices. I mean, it's like, it's like I hate that he's so multi-talented. It's not fair. With all that skill set, it's not surprising he's had a long, good Hollywood career. As far as we know, he hasn't done anything bad. I don't think I've ever heard anything bad about Seth MacFarlane. I don't think so. No controversies. No cancellation. Yeah, no cancellation. <laughs> the biggest thing is he dates people like half his age, but, you know, most sexy Hollywood guys do that, I guess. Amelia Clark, who else? He dated her? Right? Yes. Oh my god. He's been with a lot of people, but they're all, like, usually the young actresses. He was with, um... The one girl that played Alara on the Orville, I don't remember her name, and then there was speculation that he's dating his um, current co-star, Ann Winter, Hmm. but I don't know. That happens, though. Those comedians, though, I don't know what it is. Like, Vince Vaughn dated Jennifer Aniston for a long time. You know, that was, like, shocking. I was like, okay. Ladies love a sense of humor, I will say that. That's true. So, funny family guy, you watch that. Mm -hmm. Anything else? No, I think that's about it. American Dad's better. Uh, nah, nah. Nah. Yes, it is. I can't nah. agree with that. No, I'm not. Y'all. I'm not a nah. fan of Roger, like the alien and the talking fish. Roger's the best part. I don't know. It's like, okay, the suspension of disbelief with like Brian being a talking dog and like nobody comments on that. It's like, okay, that's one thing. But then there's like, I don't know. I just could never get behind American Dad. It, it takes a few seasons to get to pick up. Nah. That's right. I'll stick with Family Guy. I'm not saying it's great. I'm saying it's better than Family Guy. Okay. I uh, don't see it. I'm going to say I don't see it. Call the hot tub episode. Okay, that one was funny. I did watch that clip. I think I've seen like four episodes and I was like, eh, I'm good. I think I'm good with this. It's not good when it's a Bush administration show. It gets better after that. Oh, like, okay, I forgot. Yeah, he's a CIA guy or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so yeah. He worked, okay. Uh, maybe I'll give it a chance. I don't know. I doubt it. D- don't go out of your way. Okay. okay. I, How's your week going? <laughs> it was uh, it was good. I'll talk about three things I did. I um, I watched Up. Oh, God. It's For the still... first time? No, no, no. Rewatched it. It, it oh. still holds up. Ha. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty good. That's a really good movie. That's a tearjerker in the first half. It is. It's an amazing short film followed by a movie. Oh, my God. How rude. It's um, true. Up is a no. good movie. We all love Doug, super cute, and Kevin. I didn't say it was a bad movie. Kevin the bird, and then the evil guy with the blimp, and then at the end, the house, spoiler alert, ends up at the waterfall. Yeah, that's the best part of the movie. It's very touching. And his, Carl's, like, little relationship that he develops with, um, oh my god, the boy. What's his name? Russell. Russell, Russell. thank you. It's so touching because he, like, you know, doesn't have a dad figure. And then it's just a very sweet movie. It's an amazing short film followed by a movie. Stop saying that. A good, you could say it's an amazing short film followed by a good movie. Yes, that. Okay. okay. Jacob, wait. Question. Yes. Wally or Up? Oh, my gosh. Which is um, better? I've only seen Wally once. I need to see that again. I like the premise of Wally. Because I think it's, like, very true. That one hits home a little bit more because you see Wally, like, every day. Like, when you go to the grocery store or, like, when you watch a clip <laughs> on YouTube, you see oh a slowly God. becoming... What? <laughs> like, it has a bigger oh impact because you see it happening in real time. Um, Up is more, like, sentimental. Like, you you hear stories about it, so it doesn't have, like, that big of an impact. But, like, 
I think I like Wally because it's like a warning too. Like this is like you know, hey, be yeah. careful for sure. Like I don't know if could you make Wally today and it be well received like it is. Do you think that mm. like it would it be more controversial or do you think it was the time it end or? I think it's a timeless message. Timeless of corporate message. Greed. Yeah, like okay. What can you do? Yeah, Late for all capitalism. the for all the good it does. I mean, people are still fucking shit up left and right. So. I don't know. Wally's, like I said, is more of an impact, but uh, Up is still pretty good. And I would say, like, you say that, Austin, it's an amazing short film at the beginning, but how about, like, the way they do it, though? Like, they lay it on, like, that's a lot of emotion to put at a front of a movie, and then you gotta follow that. Like, they did it, like, perfect with the amount of, like, sadness and happiness in the beginning to where it doesn't, like, overindulge itself, but then they are still able to go in the second half or the movie part and actually keep you interested and entertained. So that was actually, I think that's pretty impressive with Up. And um, the other impressive movie I watched, a flashback from the past, is Holes. Oh my god. Yes. You are just like coming to every angle of all these good movies. Up, Holes. Are you going through a Disney Disney Plus watchathon of some sort? No, this wasn't, going on? this wasn't the Disney version. Oh, what? 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 This is like the late night Holes. Oh what oh what? Oh, <laughs> no, this is uh the Shia LaBeouf, yeah. Okay, thank you. No, okay, let me tell you what happened. We if recently... Shia LaBeouf made a movie called Holes Today, it would be the late night version. Yeah, the Skin of Max version. Actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, no, it's not a Disney kick. I think it's like a Disney kick, but let's just say like Disney Plus recently came upon us, so it's kind of like, oh, look at this. We have access to all these shows now. Wait movies, a minute. The way so. you say that, it came upon you. Like, you just <laughs> siphoned it off from somebody else. No, we're not. What? What? Nothing illegal going on. I don't pay for on. a single streaming service. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing illegal is going on, but that way. I'm yanking your chain. <laughs> Screw those big sc- streaming services. I mean, I only pay for one, and my family pays for the other, so technically. Oh, my God. The HBO Max of it all. Oh, Ugh. we're not going to talk about that. Okay. What is that one? Is that, like, what's problematic with that one? Oh, Jacob. Jacob, Jacob, There's Jacob. so much. You sweet summer child, Jacob. <laughs> I'm, I'm ignorant. I'm ignorant. Okay, long story short, they're really... I think it's the Discovery CEO who is now the Warner Brothers CEO. Is that correct, Alex? Uh, I'm not sure enough about it to definitively say yes, but I think there's some, there's a merger. It's a merger of some right. kind. Uh, he's, this guy is the figurehead of, or like the face of this. They're fucking over both viewership and more especially the creatives. Like they're doing all sorts of crazy shit. Like there's supposed to be a Batgirl movie that was already filmed. Oh, I did hear about that. Yeah. It got canceled. Yeah. They pulled all these shows, like mostly cartoons off of HBO Max without any warning whatsoever with the purpose of having them be a tax write-off and for not having to pay royalties to the creatives who created them. Oh my god! Isn't that awful? Holy cow. I didn't realize, like, I knew I saw the Batgirl thing get canceled but I didn't know, like, all the reasoning reasonings behind it, like with the tax... Wow. Yeah, short-term financial gain. Wow. It's like any corporation. It's It's yep. long... It's short-term... As much short-term gains as you can do in... in that time period versus like looking at it as a long-term investment it's like okay you might have some losses now but you know overall five ten years out you know your gains are going to be it's going to be a net gain but they don't care about that it's just how much money can we get right now that's that's Screw basically everyone it. else you know yeah. when you're the ceo 
and you got to meet with these people like i don't know how many people are on a board typically in a company but you got to meet these people four times a year and at any meeting they could just ask you you know if you're not putting up numbers like they want on a lighter note jacob what are your thoughts on sam and kate did it make you cry sam and kate um, oh, oh, um, okay. Holes, and holes. The, okay. Bat, the B story okay. of holes. How is that a lighter note? I don't know. <laughs> That's worse in some ways. It makes me cry every time. I fucking love that movie so much. It's a good movie. That's like a very touching moment where like it really sets up the story God. about like what happens. Like it makes it, it, it somehow they make this long book. Or I guess I don't know how long the book is, but it makes the flashbacks and stuff. They make it work to where it actually helps explain the story, and that's probably the easily the saddest part of uh, the movie. When you he's fixing the school, and you realize that the only reason they're doing it is because they want to be close to each other, and oh, it's illegal. God. It's illegal for them to be close to each other because you know the times. God, it kills me every time. Like I don't really even care about like the whole like main plot of the story. The most no. interesting <laughs> part is like Kate and the treasure, and like. The ob- like the flashback scenes like I don't really care about Stanley and like the peaches or whatever well I guess they find the peaches at the end but I don't really care about Stanley and the shoes I don't care about that get some sploosh that's what you need why do they call it that that sounds awful that's what the kid calls it like he calls I know it but that's a terrible name it is never read the book but the movie's really good you never read it in school no oh damn I didn't read it in school either oh they made us read it I think it was, like, an option to pick from for my class, but the description on the back of the book was, like, he's going to a camp, and there's all these holes everywhere. Why are there (laughs) holes? And I'm like, well, this is a boring premise. But then years later, I saw the movie, and I was like, well, this is actually a really good story. Why couldn't the description talk about that instead? Why couldn't it add more mystery? Like, are they looking for something? Are these holes special? Were these holes (laughs) man-made? Yeah, they're they're using the boys as like hard labor to find the the secret treasure that's a that's an interesting premise it is it is a very interesting premise not more like way better than try to take 20 steps in any direction try not to fall in a hole what was your third movie that you watched it wasn't a movie it was a video game and i tapped into kirby's dream buffet yeah <laughs> yeah okay pretty fun the little disappointing on the online multiplayer because it doesn't have co-op or whatever you call it. Like, you can't have two people play online at the same time. Or mm. so far, we haven't found a way to do it. But it's still, like, a it's a really fun game. Like, if you've got, like, 20, 30 minutes to kill, you just go and you just roll and you collect food and try to be the fattest Kirby of them all at the end. That's how you win. And the levels are random. So there's not, like, preset courses from what I've seen. It's basically, like, you get random food items and you got to go collect them. Did you win? I did win win one, but I was on, like, the easiest difficulty, which is called Sweet. (laughs) And it still took me, like, half an hour to win a game. So it's pretty hard. I'm not going to lie. It's very frustrating. It is frustrating because I downloaded it, too. Oh, gosh. And you can see the other Kirby's going ahead of you. It's like, get back here, damn it. Yeah, it is. Why are you going so much faster than me? Were you playing on easy or hard? I was playing on super hard. Super hard? Okay. Is it like at the beginning, you're only playing against two other Kirby's, right? Like there's yeah. four of you. At the beginning, it seems like there's like 20 that start. Yeah, I don't know what happens to those Waddle Dees. I think they're like an obstacle. Okay, it's like to try to 
space people out or whatever. I guess. I don't know. Damn mm-hmm. those Kirbys. They go away. Do you like the walls that are in the middle of the race? Because I hate those things. The ones you have to crash down into? Yeah. Yeah, those are the worst part. That's the worst part of the game. You can get underneath them with the special food ability. With the jelly. With the jelly. But if you don't have that, you sit. Th- you could be in first base by a mile, and then everybody catches up with you. And it, I guess it's just to make it more balanced. Instead of having, like, you know, lightning and Mario Kart, they put these giant walls up that you have to break down. And that's, uh, that's kind of annoying. But overall, it's pretty fun. What do you think, Austin? I think it's great. I think it probably should have been, like, five dollars instead of 15 yeah 15 is a little steep that's nintendo tax for you mm-hmm. i could see this so if you don't buy this now on your switch probably in about six months maybe a year it'll be on your phone i think oh yeah maybe like a mobile game it'd be a very good like free mobile game that you have to buy stuff for we'll try to play it when you guys come over talk about pokemon now the classic not a disney classic but a i don't know warner brothers classic four kids classic who who controls this i guess the current owner would be pokemon company international it's in a league of all its own (laughs) but anyway the two episodes we got this week are pokemon food fight (laughs) and pokemon double trouble this is the last one with pokemon at the beginning of it for title wise okay I don't know why they did that. That's weird. Yeah, somebody was having a fit there for a minute. Just name everything Pokemon. In case you forgot what show you were watching. Our last podcast was called Pokemon Rules, so. Well, well it's it Pokemon fit. Rules. Gosh. Duh. If you can, find more, like, random mall concerts for Pokemon, <laughs> Austin, and let's talk about that, because that was fun. Okay, I actually looked back at the video, and I don't think they were at a mall. I think it just kind of looked like that based on the buildings we saw. Okay. They were in some sort of parking lot. <laughs> but they do that, though. Like, Pokemon, like, you know, they used to, they, like, the, was it 6, 2016 or something like that? They went to the Targets and had, like, Pokemon Fan Day. What? Remember they had the, like, the, it was during Evolutions, the cards. They had Pokemon Day, and Target was giving away free cards, and... I was not aware they, of that. You were not aware of that? Yeah. They had, no. like, you get a free, it was, like, only three cards, but if no one showed up, you could grab, I don't know, a box full of them, and they didn't care. You guys, do you, do you ever get that nostalgic feeling? Like, do you remember being, like, a little kid? Oh, my God. And <laughs> Shut up, Austin. <laughs> and, and walking into, like, a Toys R Us, and then just that magical feeling of, like, running over to the game section and, like, playing the demo games that they had. Oh, my God. I did that at the Kmart. I would give anything to to relive those moments. You went Toys R Us, Kmart. What was mine? Mine was, like, KB Toys or something like that. Oh, God. Was that one of them? EB Games. I remember EB Games. No, this was, like, a KB Toys. It was, like, it was like a ripoff of Toys R Us. I used to go there for my stuff. Sad. They went out of business in 2009. They're all gone. All three we mentioned are gone, I think. Yep. Kmart's gone. Let's name some more. Sears. <laughs> JCPenney. Uh, Belk. 
Belt uh, still exists. Oh, it does. Oh, yeah. hanging in there. Well, so do, so does Sears and JC Penney. <laughs> uh, I think Kmart actually still exists. Yeah, some places. There's probably one or something. Riches. EB Games is gone too, like you mentioned earlier. Blockbuster, Hollywood Video, Video Warehouse, R.I.P. All the good stuff's gone. I know. The good old all days. These youngsters with their TikTok. Nobody cares about that. I'm cutting all this out. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon food fight. Okay. We'll talk about this first. Let me get the, actually, let me get the randomizer here. Telling us how, what the roles are going to be today. Oh God, please be kind. Austin, you got 30 seconds for both episodes. <laughs> I got Pokemon food fight. Alex, you're taking on Pokemon double trouble. Ah, oh, Jesus. Okay. All right. I'm going to do a summary. In three, two, one, go. Some obnoxious little kid who has flowers in his hair, which Tracy thinks is really funny, um, challenges Ash to a battle. And then Ash is like hunger deprived or something. So he keeps on throwing out the wrong Pokemon. And then Snorlax comes out and Snorlax gets trapped out of the Pokeball and then eats Golzar. And then they walk over to Pokemon Center by going over a mountain and then Team Rocket attacks. And it's a boring second half of the episode. The end. They <laughs> have time, whatever. That was a little short, but whatever, time. You were flashing the fingers at me. I was flashing the fingers at you. All right. Pokemon Food Fight. And it's called Pokemon Food Fight. I don't know why the title kind of makes sense. It really doesn't. It really no, doesn't. Nothing happened involving food, really. At, until, I mean, like, the, the very end. last end. Oh, right. Team Rocket hold the, hold the food hostage. Yeah. So for the first time in the Orange Islands, we are trapped... We're trapped on an island. I guess they said the current's too strong or, like, the waves are too bad. Well, we've sailed through storms, um, Gyarados attacks, all that good stuff. But for some reason now, we can't because there's a little bit of waves. Alex has a question. Oh, yes. Actually, I have an observation because this whole premise bothered me. Yes, they're stranded on this island, which do we even know what the name of this island is or? I didn't get the name of it. Yeah, usually you're really good at that, Jacob. I looked up the, um, on like Bulbapedia and like Pokemon fandom or something like that, but I still, I couldn't like find it. Whatever. We'll call it this island because that's what the narrator says. At the beginning, I was sort of questioning like what they've been doing because they've been stranded for like a week or something. And the first time they see any other people is when this kid pops out of the bushes, but they're like, oh, if we don't do something fast and get off this island, we'll starve to death. But there's like an entire civilization of people who live on this island. There's a Pokemon Center and everything. So like, what What the fuck? I mean, I don't understand. I guess I just don't understand. I think there's like, there's not a lot of people that live here. There's a whole crowd. There's a whole mob later. That's not a lot of people considering that how big the island is. Well, I guess, but they still have like a Pokemon Center and like, houses i mean people live here so i was just like what have you guys been doing for a week yes austin i have the name what, what? is it butt wall butt wall island oh okay b-u-t-w-a-l excuse Boot-wall. me okay apparently it's named after a citrus found in butt wall i don't know how to say it butt wall it's in nepal how would I, how would i pronounce that hold on it's funnier when it's butt wall does it have like any accent things above it, or is it just straight B U T W A L? I mean, it's not in English. Oh, okay. Is it unknown? Are unknown trying to spell something? 
No, I could read unknown. I can't read Nepali. <laughs> you can't read Nepali. Okay. All right. Oh, so hold on. Bootwool. 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 Okay. Bootwool. Sure. Well, the narrator says this island. I guess he didn't even want to try to fight with that name. Well, they couldn't Bootwool. say it. I guess like he would have said buttwall, and then everyone would have laughed. Bootwall. So, so we're on bootwall. All right, we're trapped on bootwall. And Alex, like you said, or just said, we do meet a guy here named Guz, Guz, Gul, what is it, Gulzar? Guzlord. I was thinking Guzlord, too. <laughs> I was thinking Guz, I almost said Guzlord out of instinct. What's it, Gulzar. Gulzar. Flower, flower kid. Does that mean something? Somebody find Google that and see if that translates I'm to something. I'm on it. Let's see. Is that some type of citrus that's uh, like an Argentina or something? Because we're stretching pretty far with the Nepal thing. So, okay, there's a famous Indian poet whose name is Golzar, known professionally as Golzar. So is this sort of a reference to this? Uh, uh, maybe. Okay, it says the name, so on these like name websites, it says the name is of Arabic origin, meaning Rose Garden. Sure. Okay, Rose Garden. So this guy's name translates to Rose Garden. Golzar. Okay. Golzar. I'm gonna have to keep saying that because I'm gonna say Guzlord throughout Guzlord. this whole thing. Just watch. Just call him Guzlord. Just call Guz- <laughs> Guzlord comes out, and Guzlord is a grass type Pokemon trainer, and he gets mad because uh, you know they're trapped on the island without any food, and Tracy says, "Hey, let's eat some flowers." And this kid just gets pissed because he's a grass type trainer, so he loves grass. Well, he's wearing them in his hat. He wears flowers in his hat, like his head. He's got like a sweatband on his head, and he stuffs some like daisies in there. Because he's a nature boy, like Ric Flair. And so Gozar gets mad about this, and he proposes a battle with Ash to defend the grass. Whoop-de-doo. Another battle right off the bat. Gozar challenges him. He sends out a gloom, I believe. Yeah, and Ash acts like he's never seen a gloom before in his life. Yeah. What the fuck? Okay, this whole episode only makes sense if Ash is, like, delirious the whole time. Well, the plants. He's been eating the plants the whole time. Tracy's leading them astray, and they're actually eating THC-filled plants. Yes. Oh, lordy. What's going on here? That's why everyone on this island's so happy, and then they're upset. So, like, Ash is worried about, like, the gloom, like Alex said. But then Ash sends out Squirtle. This part right here shows us that, like, Ash has not learned anything, right? This is a setback. Well, to be fair, he tries to call Charizard out, but for some reason cannot differentiate his Pokeballs... Because he's tripping balls and has an empty stomach. So apparently he can't seem to... I don't know. Maybe we need um, Richie and his star pokeballs that he has with the stickers on them. Is this the first time this has happened to Ash? Like, is this the first time he's, like, called out a Pokemon and was like, oh, wrong ball? Yes, I think. It's the first time. So he is tripping, like Austin's saying. Okay. Yeah, so I don't know what the hell's wrong with him. Yeah, something's really wrong with him because he... Bat, like just battles with Squirtle. He uses water gun, and of course Gloom loves this because it's a plant. It loves water. So then Ash in his stupidity, he realizes it and then calls back Squirtle. And now he tries to send out Charizard again, but our big boy comes out Snorlax. And this is where Alex, I think you're gonna chime in because Snorlax comes out. Ash is like, I'm gonna call him back because I I want to get Charizard out there. But the Pokeball like does some kind of like static thing and it won't recall snorlax and then tracy's like hey it's broken he drops it on a rock and it breaks how fragile are these things 
I don't know, but I feel like if it can't withstand just kind of falling onto a rock, then there's a bigger issue here, but it's all for the sake of the episode. True. Remember, these Pokeballs have withstand, like, they've been underwater, like, the ocean very deep. Yeah, pressurized. Pressure. Yeah. They've fallen in fire before. They've been left in holes in the ground for hundreds of years and then picked back up and the Pokemon's fine. But hitting a little rock... It must have been like a knockoff Pokeball. Like a knockoff controller for a game system or something. Yep. Mad Cats. Mad, ca- Mad Cats Pokeball. <laughs> Is that our episode title? All right. There you go. <laughs> episode title. Mad Cats Pokeball. With his Mad Cats Pokeball broken, Ash cannot recall Snorlax. And Snorlax decides that he's going to jump up. And uh, I guess he tries to eat Gloom. Well, he eats the flowers off Guzzlord's head first. <laughs> but they, then he goes after uh, Gloom. That's pretty typical of Snorlax. Of course, he's going to go after all the food. And, you know, Guzzlord gets mad at this, and he tells Ash, is like, Snorlax is not going to eat you. Don't worry about it. And Snorlax just kind of falls asleep, like it does. After it eats a little bit, it falls asleep. Can this we po- talk this... about... Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, can we talk about how cute Snorlax was when it was crawling on the ground? It was like it was struggling a little bit, right? Oh, no. It's... I think Snorlax was... <laughs> <laughs> Snorlax was on point. Adorable. I like I like Snorlax. I think there's only like three in the whole Pokemon universe, but this one that Ash has got is pretty good. So, and this is where we kind of get like Guzzlord tells us that we have to go to the Pokemon Center to fix the broken Pokeball. Wait, does that make sense? Do you go to the Pokemon Center? I don't know where else you would go. Would you? Wouldn't you go to like a professor or something? Like if Oak, if Oak was there, wouldn't you like go to like a try to find a professor? Would that be the best place to go? I think it could probably. I mean, they probably both can do it. What do you think Joy did to fix this thing? I think she just transferred it to a different Pokeball. That's what I'm thinking, too. I think they just had another one there and just transferred it. She said good as new, so... Oh. Hmm. She's like, here's hmm. your Pokeball. It's good as new, so it must have been the original. As we all know, Nurse Joy is our master electrician, as much like Richie. Yes. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Fucking elevator. That elevator shit he pulled. That was fun. I miss Richie. <laughs> I miss that talking about him. <laughs> He's not coming back for a while. I know. I know. We don't have like, he was kind of like the episode last week when we had to talk about the the random mall concert. It's just so stupid and funny. Well, I, maybe she used some kind of epoxy resin or something and just filled in the crack. It looked dangerous. Like it was like sparking electricity like everywhere as Ash was holding it. That's yeah. okay. It kind of makes sense for it to have that kind of like electricity coming out of it though. Because I imagine there's a lot of power needed to keep the Pokemon in there. I mean, Ash routinely gets hit by fireballs and shocked half to death by Pikachu, and he's fine. Yeah, and so are the Pokeballs, too, when that happens, because they're on his person when that happens. Yeah. You can't drop a Pokeball three feet onto a rock or it'll break. Exactly. Yeah. Well, we got to get this broken Pokeball fixed, and the only way for us to do this is we got to carry Snorlax over a mountain. Well, Guzzlord tells us this, and he like kind of does like, uh-huh, and then just runs away. I would have fucking left Snorlax there. Yeah, okay. Here's my question. That's a good yes. point, Austin. Why didn't, like, Tracy and Misty just stay with Snorlax? And Ash could have gone and said, okay, you guys, I'll be back in a day or whatever. You guys stay here. It's not like Snorlax is going anywhere. It was asleep. Why? Why? Why couldn't he have just gone and come back? Wacky hijinks. Okay. Wacky hijinks. Because Snorlax, yeah, Snorlax doesn't have to be there. No, he doesn't have to be there to get the Pokeball fixed. Get the Pokeball fixed and then come back. How far can you take a Pokemon that's registered to a Pokeball 
how far can it leave the Pokeball? Like it's a Bluetooth headset? Like how far can you yeah. walk away from your phone for it? Yeah. Disconnects? Huh. I don't think that there's any kind of limitation with that. Well, hmm. what was? how far away was... Remember when we got Charmander and he was left on that rock or the, uh, the stump? Right. That guy was pretty far away. And when he came back, it still would have worked. But I think he was he didn't have a Pokeball at that point. Oh. Or do you mean like how far does the Pokeball not recognize the Pokemon anymore? Or how far can it like beam the Pokemon back into the Pokeball? I don't I don't know what I'm asking. Uh <laughs> I was think I wouldn't there be some sort of adverse effect if you like took a Pokeball to the other side of the world and you left the Pokemon there? Like wouldn't something happen? I don't know what, but something. I wouldn't think so. Hmm. It's just either in the ball or out of it. I don't think there's like a distance limitation thing where it's like you can only go so far until it gets like sucked back in or something. Oh, man, it starts glitching. Yeah. It's cellular composition, falls apart. That would be scary and terrifying. Every time Pokeball mechanics come up, there's just too many questions and not enough answers. <laughs> because I mean, that makes me think, too, like how long can a Pokemon be outside a Pokeball before the Pokeball gives up on it? Pikachu has been out of that Pokeball for 25 years. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. But Ash has the Pikachu Pokeball with him at all times. Or does he? He does. And then to relinquish the Pokemon from the Pokeball, all you have to do is say, you're free. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Whatever. Anyway, that's Sorry, interesting. I'm trying to find something of interest. <laughs> yeah, I know. That, that was an interesting... That was a very good point about leaving Snorlax there and just walking away. But of course, we're not going to do that. We're not. Instead, we're going to put Snorlax... We're going to cut down some trees. We're going to go cut down six trees and put these... Somehow maneuver the logs under Snorlax and roll him with the logs with Misty pulling the last log out repeatedly, putting it at the front. And this is like a Stonehenge kind of thing they're doing here to create a (laughs) visual for like a... You know, because it's hard to describe this through audio. You kind of have to see it. But it's like a... You ever seen how they hypothetically moved... Stonehenge, that's what we're doing here. They put Snorlax on rollers. Yeah, they yeah. had roller logs, and then they just put the last log and moved it to the front so he would roll along the ground. Yeah, and Misty's, like, strong as hell. She's picking these... I mean, this is like a Scottish Games event, Highland Games event. She's moving these logs like it's nothing. I mean, shout out to Tracy and Ash. I mean, they're pulling Snorlax with ropes. Uphill. <laughs> Uphill. Snorlax is 1,014 pounds. Jesus. I still, that, that's tough. I think Misty had the toughest job, though. Yeah, she was having that. was a log way. That's, a, that's, that's probably 300 pounds, maybe. I mean, they were pretty skinny. They were pretty skinny logs, but she was running back and forth and back and forth, and she had to keep picking the logs up and moving them. Uphill, too. Uphill. So she's running uphill, yes. downhill, uphill, downhill. Why didn't they get Charizard? Why didn't they get Charizard out to help pull Snorlax? Set Snorlax's ass on fire and have it run. There you go. This is why Ash should have all his Tauros. He should have at least had one Tauros. He could have used Tauros to help pull Charizard. Tauros is coming. I can't wait. Yeah, there definitely were a lot of better ideas than this to get uh, Snorlax up the hill. And we actually... They had another idea? Yeah, Tracy actually does come up with a good idea. (laughs) Okay, we could um, have Ash dress up as a fruit... And then tricks Snorlax to run up. Well, well, I guess before that, he does a little thing where he ties a fruit, like a, an apple, to Snorlax's head. I didn't find that that fun. What about you, Alex? My major question is where 
where in hell did they get a giant apple costume? You mean you don't have a giant apple costume? Not on my person. I do. Oh, right here. Oh, okay. Clearly, okay. I'm the odd one out here. Unfortunately, this reveals the dark side of Tracy. It does. Okay. He's been planning this all along. He dresses up as a fruit to disguise himself so he can draw people. A giant apple isn't inconspicuous. Yes. Yeah, so With Tracy's just... head poking out of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he hides as an apple to draw his uh, to his heart's desire. It made me think of Hey Arnold. Why? Oh my gosh. It, with the banana and the apple. You're right. Yeah. You're right. That was a good episode of that. That was definitely like this. It looked like the exact same costume with his head poking through. And he's sitting there and he's like grabbing at his neck because it's so hot. That's definitely what's going on here. You've never seen that, Alex? That episode? No, I haven't. It's the first episode. I don't remember. They get, um, so Arnold and Gerald are dressed up as fruits and they end up getting confused with two other guys who are dressed as fruits. And so they end up in like a drug money scheme. Uh, I don't remember at all. Yeah. Yeah. That's episode one. Oh, okay. But where Arnold's not dressed as an apple, Ash is. And this is, this does work. Okay. So Ash dresses up an apple. They wake up Snorlax. They make it pretty far up the mountain with Snorlax chasing him. Snorlax gets Ash, takes a bite of him and realizes it's a fake apple and just kind of falls back asleep. I mean, so it did work kind of. It got him up the mountain, put it that way, but not as far as they would have liked. That was the biggest obstacle. So, yeah, it worked. Good job, Tracy. Yeah. Tracy had a good idea for once. Good for him. Now the problem is, though, we got him up the mountain. The problem is now getting him down the mountain. But luckily, hey, there's a river right there. And we know without a doubt that our heroes can build rafts like it's nobody's business. (laughs) <laughs> okay, we've seen this constantly throughout the series. If you want a raft made, get Ash, Misty, and Tracy on it, because it'll be done in five seconds, like it is here. Yeah, damn, don't you remember the Blood Moon Island episode? Yeah, they saved how many countless lives by being able I to mean, make a raft in 15 seconds? Yeah, exactly. I mean, to be fair, a lot of people did die in that episode, but they sure as shit made a raft. They saved themselves. They did. They saved themselves and just happened to get other people. They built a raft that went to the North Pole to find Santa Claus. True. And there was another one, too. Didn't, um, wasn't there a Blastoise episode where they had to build a raft to get out to the island? Or am I misremembering? There's been oh, a, I can't There's remember. been a lot of rafts. A lot of rafts, including this one. But the problem here with this one is we're running down the river. Guess what? There's a waterfall at the end of it. Shocking. Yeah, shocking, right? This has happened, this has happened too, a lot of times in this series where we're on a river. There's a waterfall right there at the end of it. I said this time we don't we don't get saved like maybe in previous episodes. We actually fall down it. But it's okay because they don't sustain any injuries at all. No, and this is actually very problematic too because they fall down this giant waterfall. They're kind of like acting like they're struggling and then Guzzlord appears and tells them, hey, just stand up. That means that they fell. Right onto solid rock. <laughs> right on a solid rock and nothing happened. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's pretty crazy. They're like in ankle deep water from a 500 feet fall nothing happens though the humans in this world can survive anything they're like super powerful they can lift logs they can lift logs if their arms get cut off they can just regrow them they're just so far ahead it's crazy we're back we're stuck here at the bottom of the waterfall the crazy thing is we go back to our log system earlier because we're actually i think we're pretty close to the pokemon center at this point i think guzzlord points us about we're about 400 meters from the Pokemon Center, I think that's what he says. So we go back to our log system, and we eventually do 
make it in front of the Pokemon Center. But we can't go in. We can't go in this Pokemon Center because Alex alluded to this earlier. There's a giant mob outside the Pokemon Center. And this points out the fact or brings the question up of why would people even live here if there's no food? (laughs) Why would you be here if you had to rely on a plane that apparently has complications all the time to bring you food? Why would you do this? This is dumb. And not only that, it's it's not only the fact that they they have to have they rely on like the main islands or whatever to send them food. There's not even a single airstrip on this island, so the food always has to be airdropped. The, they fly over and drop the food to them. There's no airship and there's no seaport. No. So seemingly, I don't know how anyone arrives or leaves from here. No. The thing is too with this like plane system is this is chaotic because that plane is late like this. There doesn't seem to be any sort of like, first of all, the box is really small that the food comes in. I don't know how many rations we're dealing with here per person, but there's no, doesn't like there's any sort of like sophisticated system to hand out the food. So I don't know if it's like the box drops and it's like a free for all or it's like the strongest person gets the most food. I thought for sure this episode was heading toward Snorlax eats all of the weekly supply of food in five seconds. That's what I thought. I thought that was for sure where we were going. Oh, for sure. That's exactly where I thought we were going. But uh, Nope. Nope. That's not where we're going. You know, that was my question at the end. Because, like, well, I know there's a Team Rocket part that we got to go through. But, like, at the end when Snorlax does get to the food, nobody attempts to stop him. And he just eats maybe, like, five pieces and then passes out. I mean, this Snorlax ate, like, seven islands worth of grapefruits. So why did he not eat the whole shipment of food? It's the magic of the Pokeball. Yeah. Magic of the Pokeball. Well, they didn't recall him until after that. This should have been the episode. Yeah, that should have been the end of the episode. Like, aw, Snorlax. Credits. And everyone dies. And the twerps have to run away. Would it have been Then it becomes a real... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, then it becomes a real, like, food fight. Like, people are fighting each other because the only thing left to eat on the island is each other the lord of the flies oh my god i was gonna say i mean that would be that would be an intense episode but i was gonna say i thought this episode was going to be snorlax gets out of the pokeball somehow and they discover later that snorlax is the one who's eaten all the shipments of food and like the islanders are pitted against each other like everybody's suspicious (laughs) oh it was you who was eating the food no it was you and like you know, all this shenanigans ensues and then Ash finds out it was Snorlax and but it didn't We go don't that get way. that. No, mm. we didn't. Yes. yes. I have not eaten any food today at all. Okay. And so I opened up my phone just now as y'all were talking so much about food to distract myself yes. from thinking about food. Yes. And I see this image first thing. What is it? Let me see. A burger. A burger. A big juicy burger. A juicy, juicy Lucy. Lucy. <laughs> A Juicy Lucy burger. What the hell is a Juicy Lucy? Three melty cheeses lay between double natural Angus beef. It looks so fucking good, and I'm so hungry. Where's that from? Is that a Hardee's burger? burger fee? Oh, Burger-Fi. A oh, Burger-Fi? Is that burger what I say it? <laughs> yeah. I'm, delir- I'm like Ash. I'm delirious with hunger. Okay. That looks so good. I'm about to look up Burger-Fi. <laughs> oh, my God. Let's finish this episode first. <laughs> This episode's brought to you by BurgerFi. Get the Juicy Lucy. Yeah, BurgerFi. Um, we're accepting sponsorships. We really are. Email us at uh, Out of the Drying Pan. <laughs> we'll talk about how good your meat is. 
That's for sure. Yep. Just get your monkeypox shot first. Oh my <laughs> god. Oh my gosh. Anyway, the episode does not turn out like we were just talking about. There's no Snorlax taking over the food supplies. Instead, of course, we get uh, Team Rocket comes in. Not Snorlax is still the food. This lasted forever. It did. This is kind of... Uh, I'm not going to go over it in too much detail. Team Rocket shows up, steals the food, demands that they get Pikachu for the food. And then the Islanders actually for a second turn and think about like mobbing Ash and Pikachu and sacrificing them to Team Rocket for the food. But then our boy Guzzlord comes in and uh, doesn't play ball with that. He says, no, we're not doing that. And you should all be kind of ashamed for yourself for wanting to kill this Pikachu. Yeah, how dare you? Snorlax comes in, realizes, I think Snorlax is doing this just for the food. But Snorlax comes in and he's upset because like Ash is upset and Hyper Beams Team Rocket and kills them they're gone and that's basically the end of the episode it does end nurse joy does give us the pokeball or she's able to fix it and gives the pokeball back to ash and uh, snorlax is called back and like alex said earlier snorlax only ate like a little bit of the food needed for the islanders yeah at least he didn't leave them all starving yeah he ate like a small amount considering the fact that he ate it three islands worth of food three episodes ago so Yep. That was a much better episode. I thought it was a lot more fun and a lot more dynamic. This was just kind of padding for time. But yeah, that's pretty much it for Pokemon Food Fight. The title's very misleading. There's not a lot of fighting for food. There's more of just uh, trying to fix a Pokeball. It could have been called Pokeball Mishap or Snorlax Stays Out or something a little better than Pokemon Food Fight. If you want to watch anything that has to do with the food fight, watch that really bad uh, 2012 animated film that we talked about in the last podcast. Yeah, I considered doing that for my 30 second summary, but then realized <laughs> we'd already talked about it. Oh god, I can't get over it. I would have loved to hear a 30 second summary challenge of that for sure. God, I want a burger. Okay. Not burgers yet. You guys are going to do the uh. MV, our most viable player, or least viable player in the quote for this yeah. episode? Yeah. Let's All do it right. quick. Alex, you're up, followed by Austin, then me. Oh, me first? Oh, my God. Um, I'm, okay. hung- I'm hungry, too. Now Shit, my stomach I- is growling. Damn you, Austin. <laughs> Damn you. Had to show the picture of the burger. I know. I'm, uh, it looks so good. It looks I'm really over good. here Googling BurgerFi. But it never looks like the picture, though. You know you're going to no, get No, of course there. not. It's never. No. And it's, uh, you know, everything's so expensive. How much is that burger? Do they have the price on the ad? They did not, which is not good news. That's not a good sign, yeah. Yeah, that means it's going to be like $12 or something. It's going to be more than Alex's haircut. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I cannot believe you got that that haircut for that cheap. That's crazy. Yeah, well, so. It looks good. I don't know. I'm still I'm still trying to get used to it. I've been like messing with my hair this whole time because I'm like, it's poking out everywhere, but I need to style it. Anyway. Well, hell, I, I, we should we tell the audience that I had a dream about your haircut. Yeah, and it made me feel bad about it. Sorry. <laughs> Austin had a dream that he woke up with my hair and Hugh Jackman came over and was like, here's a solution for your hair. Cover it up with a, a towel or something. And then Austin like covered his hair up and then bully peed on something. I don't know. And then you wiped it up with your hair. Yeah. That's how you got the pee up. Yeah. Actually, Hugh wiped up the pee because he's, ve- he's a very nice husband yes but then it made me feel self-conscious about my hair because i'm like oh the solution to my hair is to cover it up sorry it's all right i'm stuck with it for the next I two years i could not have I'm sorry, what i'm stuck with this haircut for the next two years because we discussed this it takes two years i like your haircut for your hair to grow six inches oh okay you said you did it for multiple reasons 
Like it looks yeah. good and it was like a hard reset. Yeah, I needed a hard reset. My hair was all dead and the ends were really split and it was disgusting and I was sick and tired of it. Plus I didn't want to have to like manage long hair anymore. So it was practical and because I wanted to do something totally different. I'm I'm in a reinvent myself phase right now. I had a major surgery, I'm recovering. I feel like this is the perfect opportunity to reset myself as a person. So that's what I'm doing. It sounds like you're going to become like the bionic woman or something. <laughs> the $5 million woman. We can rebuild her, but yep. better. <laughs> she can be stronger. She can be faster. That's how I feel. I feel like I want to just... I Austin, I know. Okay, I've totally gone off on a tangent, but I know I've told you this a million times. That I've always wanted to do like a total reset, like fashion wardrobe wise style aesthetic haircut like everything i just wanted to reinvent myself so this was my opportunity to do something drastic so i got my haircut into a totally different thing you're giving away your car you're getting a motorcycle uh, austin is throwing money at the camera <laughs> ooh, all this money for that new wardrobe yeah ooh, it's of, all singles bunch of singles okay mvp obviously my mvp is snorlax because it was absolutely adorable and the way it crawled on the ground when it was sniffing out Guzzlord's like flower hair was absolutely adorable. Top moment, top Snorlax moment right there. Hmm. LVP, I didn't write one down, but I'm going to give it to the angry mob for considering throwing a young boy and his Pokemon to a bunch of criminals. Damn, I had them too. Sorry. But not for that reason. I put them there for being stupid enough to live on an island with no food. Yeah, also that. That's a good point, Jacob quote god there were so many good ones <laughs> and they're all like one section of the episode I know. too they're like they had like three golden quotes in a row <laughs> yeah is it was it the ash apple puns yeah okay. yeah, yeah, yeah there's like <laughs> there's one at the beginning and then all the rest of them are like right in this little sequence here all right i'll leave that because you got the apple puns no can we each take an apple quote <laughs> yeah all right i'll do the first one obviously because i'm first when Ash gets caught by Snorlax when he's wearing the giant apple costume and it bites him in the ass and he says, I'm applesauce. Yep. Yeah. I, there's th- I only got two. So. <laughs> okay. Are you next, Jacob? No, you're next. <laughs> okay, shit. Okay. Um, the next Ash apple quote is, I think I broke my core. <laughs> my MVP will be um nurse joy for fixing the pokeball i guess i don't know thank god she's a she's a woman of she's many women of many talents what can i say yes my lvp will be the pokeball for breaking so easily what the hell is that yeah pokeball, get your shit together all right i'll uh i'll start with my quote first too and this i think this is the beginning of the episode and they're complaining about being hungry and ash goes oh my stomach's empty and then misty goes well your head takes after your stomach Meaning that it's empty. Uh, pretty clever. <laughs> I'm going to give my MVP to Misty for removing those logs. Impressive. If you've ever seen the Highland Games, there's they have to flip a tree trunk. And there's only like one or two people that can do it. And these are like the strongest people on Earth. So for her to be able to do that, it's just incredible. I think the baseline of human beings in the Pokemon world is very different from our own. I know. It's yeah, falling 500 feet, not breaking anything. My uh, My LVP is going to go to Tracy. Okay, so Tracy has this great idea to dress Ash up as an apple. Good for him. That's a good idea. But he's too stupid to not come up with the idea to leave Snorlax there and just go get the Pokeball repaired and come back. I, bl- I blame Tracy for this. So, Tracy, you're my LVP. 
We just don't like Tracy. Yeah, it's true, <laughs> too. The fact that he had a random big giant apple costume, too, is really kind of like... Very, that was suspicious. Yeah, suspicious and not good. Not good Damn! Like I'm sorry, I just was thinking, why didn't Ash just fly over the mountain on Charizard? Yeah, I mean, like I said, there's multiple ways to do this better, but we gotta make a 30-minute episode out of it, so... Why didn't... I miss Pidgeot. <laughs> why didn't Sam and Frodo take the eagles? Mount. Oh my god. No more Sam and Frodo and Eagles. Next episode. <laughs> okay. I hated that part. I hated that part. Sorry. I just pissed god. off so many people. Pokemon Double Trouble. I have like three bullet points for this episode, so Me too. Sorry. We'll just feed through it. Okay. Yeah. Let me see. Let me get a number here. Austin, you ready? Yep. Okay. Three, two, one, go. We're on Kumquat Island, an uh an island with large hotel chains. Where Team Rocket attacks in this giant-ass Rhydon attack, uh, mecha suit, but that lasts forever. But the main point of the episode is Ash is in a double battle with Luan, Luana? I couldn't catch her name, the gym leader lady, who's also like a Hilton-type figure who owns a giant hotel that has a gym in the hotel. Anyway, Charizard and Pikachu don't get along during the battle, but then they do, and then they beat her, and we get the last badge. Yay! Out of these two episodes, which one was the worst? This what do you one. think? Okay, I'm making sure. The other one had Snorlax. That can't be worse. There was a lot more stuff going on, too. Yes. This is like, I don't know. Go ahead, Alex. Let's get into it. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, this episode really was like a nothing burger of an episode. I mean, there wasn't really much happening until the very end. Oh, don't say burger. Oh, I'm so sorry. I was thinking <laughs> subconsciously. <laughs> Damn you, Austin. It's your fault. <laughs> I was subconsciously thinking about burgers. Anyway, the good thing about this episode is that we are on an island with a name. Kumquat Island. Hey, now. Maybe you should censor that first part. Um, <laughs> Bukake Island. Yeah. Come, come Court Island. A luxury resort island where, like Austin said, it's we've had a lot of these islands, I feel like, but it is a popular tourist destination, which happens to be where the last gym badges where we can earn our what was it the jade star badge or something yeah did you know that it's made out of seashells isn't that really cool oh, wow wow that's thrilling information to know crazy all four are made out of seashells okay we have to pick our favorite looking badge i could not tell you what any of them look like i don't I need, need a, I need a graph i need a graph. okay i want to find it hold on let's 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 talk about that what's our favorite one now that we've gotten all four of them one's like a conch shell isn't it with like uh, a diamond on it yeah, I think that was the first one. There's one with, like, spikes all over it. I think the spikes might be my favorite. I don't know what any of them are called. Whoa, hello, image, loading. Okay, here they are. What are they called? The um, crimson badge. I like the, the spiky one. on sand badge. The slanted okay, butt the crack badge. Okay, the pink one is a coral oh. eye badge. The second one is Danny's, the sea ruby badge. Rudy has the spike shell badge, and the last one is the Jade Star badge. I like Rudy's badge, the Spike Star badge. Yeah, he has the best one. Rudy's is awesome. I don't even know what kind of shell that is, but that's really cool. It looks kind of dangerous. It's got spikes sticking out all over the place. Yeah. Why you gotta be so Rudy? It's your favorite song, right, Austin? Why you gotta be so rude? Don't you know I'm human too? I need to stop singing on the podcast. <laughs> I can't sing. I don't know why I always do it. I goaded you into it. 
Yeah, and it distracts me from my hunger. So yeah, that's it. true. For the record, that is the worst song in the world. I hate it. I hate it so much. Yeah, we don't condone that, that song. song. We hate it. No. All right. I don't know who sings it. I don't know the artist. It's okay. Magic. No. Oh, you should have left them nameless. Okay, it doesn't matter. It's a terrible song. Magic, if you're listening, please do better. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) That's like the most subtle insult ever. Do better. Do better. I mean, I don't know what else to say. It's like in school, the teacher would be like, you need to do better. You're like, yeah, that's so vague. Exactly. You should be ashamed of yourself. Think about your actions and do better next time. (laughs) Your song is so bad. (laughs) And they played it everywhere for like four months. It drove me crazy. Yeah. If you've ever worked at a a grocery store or a convenience store of any kind, um, like Austin and I have, you hear the same songs on repeat. Because they play the same songs every hour, so it's like the same shit. You'll go crazy. If I never have to hear fucking Lovely Day ever again. <laughs> oh no, rest in peace, Bill Withers. Okay, rest, rest in peace, but still that song drives me insane. Because you just hear the one note that he holds for an eternity. Lovely Every day. hour on the hour. <laughs> what is, uh, what's yours, Alex? What's one that you hear and it just brings back PTSD? Oh shit. Oh shit. I can go first if you want me to, because I have Okay, one. go for it. Mine's The Lazy Song by Bruno Mars. Oh my god, I have one. Hold on, keep going. You you talk, and I'm going to find it. Sing The Lazy Song, I can't like, remember. Like, today it. I'm not doing anything, nothing Oh, at that's all. right, that's right, that's right, yeah. that's right. I worked at a gym, and that played every 30 minutes for, like, a four-hour shift for a year. So it was, like, every single time that would come on, I'd be like, oh my god. That's not even that bad of a song. I just heard it so much. That's really what it is. Yeah. Unlike the Rude song, which is genuinely bad. Yeah, that's bad. That's a bad song. Okay, I know the song. It hit me all at once. I'm sorry. This was the song I absolutely fucking despised when I worked um, at a convenience store because it played all the time. It's the Talking Heads. It's by the Talking Heads. The song's called Stay Up Late. I fucking despise that song. I'm not even kidding you. I'm not even laughing about it. It's horrible. It's a horrible song. Could you play it for us? It's a... And the lyrics are like really weird what's it called stay up late stay up late and the lyrics are really weird it's like really really strange (laughs) it's like look at the lyrics it's a fucking bizarre song (laughs) read the lyrics i can't it's almost like bordering on like inappropriate oh like in what respect i I can't i i can't i I just okay i cannot look it up later i cannot it's a terrible song that's a post-pod discussion. It is a post-pod discussion. I fucking hate that song. I wanna make you stay up all night. No, 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 no. Yeah, I fucking hate that song. Okay, anyway. We don't want to talk about this stupid episode. I've gotten myself all worked up and upset now. <laughs> that was my fault. Good, keep that energy going. Okay. Go, go, go. Yeah, be upset at the episode. Okay, so we're on Kumquat Island and Ash and friends are just minding their own business as they walk past, like, all these people soliciting, like, business for, like, come stay at my hotel or whatever. So we pass by this lady who's screaming and yelling about her hotel. And she sees Ash and mistakes him for her child. So she's, like, running at him saying, you're my son, you're my son. And Ash is like, get the hell off of me, you crazy lady. I'm not your she, kid. She motorboats him. Yeah, intensely. and she pulls him into her well, bosom. He motorboats her. Oh, yeah. He motorboats her, yeah. Yeah. She <laughs> yeah that's the wrong way of saying that. She, um... <laughs> yeah, he, she just goes up and motorboats Ash. Thinking, yeah. He thinks her son oh, Trevor. Oh, God. Travis. 
Travis. Her that's son, right. Travis. So I, I do feel kind of bad for this lady because apparently she she's like Delia in that, you know, she misses her son and she must not have heard from her son in quite a long time. And I don't know, the implications of this kind of made me upset at the end of the episode because he's dead. I, I really feel like he is dead. <laughs> Because she hasn't heard from him. He hasn't called. She hasn't heard. Like, this kid is gone. He died in one of the storms. Probably. Yeah, a lot of bad things happen to, uh, like, Ash's dad's kids. Yeah. Yeah, another long-lost sibling. Yeah, another one that just bit the dust somewhere. It's, it's, like, really unfortunate. I mean, she mistakes him for, like, Travis, so... We do get a flat, like a very brief flashback of what this kid looks like. I don't think he looked anything like Ash. No, he had the Z's, and that was it. He, did he have the Z's? He had the Z's. Okay. The cheek Z's. Okay. Whatever they are. Yeah. Similar hair too. A little. No, bit. the hair was completely different. Actually. I thought it was spiked that. up. Mm-mm. It was spiked up like his. It was like flat. It was like it came down. It didn't come out. Yeah, it came oh, down okay. his the side of his face, and he had like a. And it was brown. A brown, like, hair and, a like, a button nose. Like, Ash has, like, a pointy nose, and this kid had a very round nose. Literally, oh. the only things they had in common were the Zs, a Pikachu, a hat, and they wore the color blue. Yeah. But this this poor woman, I mean, imagine her grief. I, I, I assume that it's been several, several months or even years since she's heard of her from her kid, so. She does this every day. She picks a random child to be her son. Yeah. Oh, she's trying to fill the void. Yeah, I felt kind of bad. Now I feel sort of bad for her. Suddenly, Team Rocket shows up in their giant ride-on mecha for some reason. I have no idea. Do we know why they were there? I'm not sure. Again, this lasts forever. Yeah, it would have been like in a, typically a 20-minute episode. This is like half of it. It's just sitting here in the stupid battle on the shoreline for no... Like, Alex, there's no reason, I don't think. This battle is the major- 75% of the episode. I don't like when they do that, when they're like, okay, we need more time. Let's just have Team Rocket eat up all the time. It was stupid. There's a good way to use Team Rocket in a bad way, and this is a bad way. We just get some quips back and forth. They're just, you know, fighting, doing stupid shit. Coughing is, or coughing, wheezing is smogging all over the place. The lady steps in, which I, they haven't said her name yet. I mean, I know her name. We'll just call her by her name because instead of saying the lady, her name's Luan, Luana, Luana. And she steps in with her Alakazam, and she's like, surprise, I'm the gym leader, and saves the day. And Ash is like, oh, cool, since you're the gym leader, can I battle you? Because I gotta earn my fourth badge. And she's like, okay, battle me, it'll be a double battle. See you tomorrow. One thing about this island, when you come here, like, Team Rocket obviously tears everything up, it's a horrible episode, but at the beginning, do you remember, like, when they're all yelling at people coming off the boat? Yeah. That would annoy the hell out of me. I wouldn't want to go there if they're going to sit there and yell at me to come to their hotel. Because there's literally a hundred hotel owners just lining up screaming at you to come to their hotel. Yeah, exactly. Do people go to resorts without booking a hotel room first? Yeah, that's what they're implying here, too. There's no reservations made, and people are just barking at you the whole time. And that, just, that just bothered me. Well, yeah, maybe it's for all the people that didn't plan ahead and couldn't get reservations or something. All the people that washed ashore. Yeah. <laughs> Travis among them. Right. So, anyway, next day they go to the hotel, and she's, like, the owner slash operator slash gym leader of this establishment, and she has, like, her own, like, team of, like, butlers. I guess she's rich. She seems like she's rich. Something, her family must have owned the chain of hotels or something like that, or she started this thing. She's obviously very wealthy. 
Yeah. I think I called her a Hilton type. Yeah. They do their battle, which this is literally like five minutes. I thought for sure, you know, honestly, I'm not sure about you guys, but I thought this was going to be a two-parter. Like, Ash was going to lose because his Pokemon can mm. work together. And then the next episode would be him, like, re-strategizing and, you know, how Ash does. But no. Well, I'll t- I hate to tell you, uh, to spoil the format, if this was a two-parter, we'd be doing both parts in the same podcast it's recording. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. I just, I, I don't know when I thought that at the end. I was like, something's going to happen or whatever. But no, basically, he pulls it around in, like, the last, like, five seconds of the show. The majority of the time... Charizard and Pikachu can't get along. They're attacking each other. Luana's Marowak and Alakazam are handing their asses to them, but they get their shit together at the last minute and are able to win. That them getting their shit together was really cool, though. Yeah, that yeah, especially when he catches um, catches him in his wing or whatever. Like oh, when yeah. Pikachu gets blasted back by Alakazam or Psychic or whatever, and Charizard like coddles him in his wing. I was like, that's that's cool. That's a good little breaker of them not working together. Yeah, Charizard's done a complete 180 with his personality, which is still kind of shocking to me, but... That's what, that's what he does. Yeah. He cooled off. He did. He chilled, even. Okay, the bone meringue was behind Charizard, and Charizard's between the bone and the Alakazam, and then Charizard swoops up so the bone hits Alakazam while Alakazam's charging a hyper beam. So he falls to the ground, and the hyper beam comes out and goes everywhere, and hits Marowak. I thought it was cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool. It, like, goes into the ground. Yeah, it was a very good battle. Um, yeah, so ultimately, Ash gets his fourth Orange League badge, and now he can face the champion, I suppose, leader. Best gym. We, we've completed the gems. What's the best gym? Who had the best gym? Was it... I can't remember... Okay, so them. the first one was, like, the skeet shooting competition. That's, That's right. the worst one. The second one was the mountain climbing to your death and then, like, second skiing down Danny bullshit. Uh, the fourth one was the, like, river rafting skeet shooting thing plus battle. And then this one. Double battle. Which one was the the magmar battle? What was that one? That was Blaine. That was Blaine. <laughs> oh, damn it. That was the wrong place. Godly. <laughs> That's in cool the heart battle. of the volcano. Yep, that was a cool battle. Rudy had the best one. Best gym. Only one of these got adapted into the video games, and that being the double battles. So I think that one wins by default. Why? Because it's another format? Right. Hmm. So this yeah. last one then. I love the alternate battle formats in the games. Like, Black and White had the best with, like, the triple battles and, like, rotation battles and stuff. I thought that was fun. I still don't understand rotation battles, but whatever. You just spin them around. It gave me vertigo. Double battles are classic. How about that? Yeah. There we go. That's how they do it in, um, I guess, the World Championships or whatever. Yep. That's happening now. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> I said Austin a video. I didn't even remember that the World Championships were going on until I saw a video with Ed Sheeran reminding me of it. Yeah, I got very much in sync at the Pokemon 2000 thing vibes from that video. Oh, hey, somebody's outside with the leaf blower right on cue. Good thing All right, we're almost done. All right, we gotta done. wrap it up. No, we gotta wrap it up then. Let's go. Okay, so I felt bad for Luana. We never see her son. I thought for sure. So I did look this up. I did think like, oh, because she's like at the end, Ash, if you see my boy, tell him I miss him and like to give me a call sometime or whatever. And Ash is like, cool. And so I looked it up because I was like, do we see Travis? We never do. We never do. Travis so is dead. He is dead. Yeah, he's I gone. really believe that wholeheartedly. I feel bad for her. That's it. That's it. Now we're off to the orange champion 
whatever league. Their version of the Pokemon League, whatever yeah. it is. Or what it looks Which, like. Jacob, you said at one point, it's the best battle in the entire anime. Let's see if that holds true. I think I messed up. I thought the, I think the Magmar <laughs> Charizard one was the best one. Is this the guy with the dragons? This is the yeah, dragon this is guy. the Dragonite guy. I think that's a good battle. I'm going to mess it up. Watch me be completely wrong, though. All right, we'll find out. Spoilers, by the way. <laughs> he fights. This is Lance Light. It is Lance Light. Lance Light. Lancelite. Lancelite. Let's call him that. Okay. Okay. MVP, LVP in the quote, the order will be Austin, me, and then Alex. Okay, my LVP is Arbok, Weezing, and Lickitung. Because Team Rocket was using them as like the power source for their giant robot on treadmills with whips. Yes. And it was like hitting them with hammers and stuff to get them to attack. So that was not good. No. Those three lost out. So LVP to all of them. But the MVP is going to be Victory Bell, because Victory Bell did not appear in this episode and managed to avoid that fate. I was about to say, wait, where did I miss Victory Bell? <laughs> <laughs> Victory Bell wins via absence. Got it. Damn. Okay. The- Although I would have loved to see Victory Bell on a little treadmill like that. Bar is low in this episode. Yeah. That's true. Uh, quote. Were there really any quotes? I didn't even write one, I don't think. Oh, wait, I did write one. I got one. I got a couple, but one that's actually like... Good. E. Yeah, good. Okay. Um, I'm just going to do... I'm going to do the Jesse-Misty exchange. God damn it. That was the only good thing. (laughs) Okay, then I won't do that one. No, no, no. You're first. You have to go. No, no, no. Go first, Austin. Do it. Do it because that's not mine. says, just once, can't you guys have a little confidence in me? Tracy says, uh, sure, Ash. Misty says, in fact, we have as little confidence in you as possible. Oh, cute. Hey. All righty. I'm going to give my MVP to uh, the gym leader, Luana. I think that's her name. I think it's really nice that, like, if they, people come to challenge her, she lets them stay for free at the hotel. Mm. I think that's a pretty cool little perk. Like, if you want to battle her, you get stay at the hotel. Mm-hmm. This should have taken a twist where she, like, tries to hold Ash captive and be like, you are Travis now. Like a Sabrina situation? Sabrina? Sabrina, where she holds him hostage. Oh, oh, I was thinking more like a misery kind of situation. Oh, yeah, she breaks his legs. Okay. She gives Ash his own hotel room, and, like, he tries to go outside, and he can't because the door's locked. Shit. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Get real dark. Uh, So she's my MVP for that. Uh, My LVP, I'm going to give it to Alakazam for uh, getting hit with that bone, boomerang thing. That sucked. That'd probably potentially kill you. And then my quote comes from Misty, and this is after... Luana gives them the room, and she goes, hey, guess what? It's deluxe. And Misty goes, oh, a deluxe suite? That sounds sweet. <laughs> no, I missed that. <laughs> oh. yeah. It's like, oh, that's pretty good. Oh, God. Okay. Um, Shit, I didn't even write an MVP. Or... Give it to Travis for getting out of there. I was about to say that. Travis, because he escaped this hellhole. No, I'm going to give it to Charizard. Aww. Charizard, because he's finally coming through and being the Pokemon we all knew he could be, and actually listening to Ash and saving Pikachu, I appreciate that. LVP, I'm going to give it to Ash, because most of that battle is just Ash standing there, not calling out any kind of strategy whatsoever, and just yelling at Pikachu and Charizard to do something! Just do something! Okay. Be right, better. Ash. Do better. Yeah, do better. Be best. <laughs> do best. I was like, I just, I hate that. I think it's a weak strategy. It's like, how can you expect them to like 
strategize and work together as a team when you're not calling out any kind of strategy. Yeah, it's a rat and a lizard. Get it together, Ash. Yeah, so boo on you, Ash, for being an ineffective trainer in this battle. My quote, uh, I'm going to give it to another Team Rocket exchange where there's like, somebody says something about Jesse being old or whatever. So Jesse says, did she just call me old? And James says, don't listen to her, Jesse. What does she know about being, what does she know about aging? And Meowth says, yeah, that's right, Jess. She ain't an expert like you. Poor Jesse. Yeah, I know. Burn. Sick burn. She's so young to be so afraid of getting old. Mm. I really sympathize with Jesse and James because everybody's always calling them old, but they're only like 22 or something. And it makes me I feel really be old. like 25. Whatever. It makes me feel really old. <laughs> All right, does that wrap up uh, Pokemon? Once again, the title. I mean, I guess because it's a double battle, but does that wrap up Pokemon Double Trouble? Thank God. Do any closing thoughts? Nope. Alrighty. <laughs> nope. Okay. We're out. We're out. What's next week, Austin? What is, uh, what's coming up? Oh, shit. How come I... <sighs> I'm so bad at this. Yeah, it's how po- do we... I'm Pokemon sorry. Triple Trouble and Pokemon Burger Wi-Fi. Yeah. Okay. Uh, leave me alone. Um. How are our episodes an hour and a half and we're not even doing a My Immortal reading? Oh, shit. They just announced a new Pokemon. Excuse me? Yeah. The show? Pokemon Cyclozar. Excuse me? Oh, an, an actual new Pokemon. Okay. Yeah. It, lo- it looks like the legendaries. It ha- it's like a, like a motorcycle. Cyclozar? Yeah. Okay. It's cute. I like it better. What was the context of the release? I don't. They must announce it at Worlds. Oh. Hold it up to the screen. You got a picture of it? It's Dragon Normal. Dragon Normal. Oh, look at it. Isn't it cute? It does look cute. Lo- does it evolve into the legendaries? Hmm. Well, there's got to be a connection. We'll find out. Anyway. Oh, wait. It looks like the trainers have names. Oh, what are their names? Juliana and Florian. Sure. We'll allow okay. It. Okay, we'll allow it. Which of them is going to appear in the anime? Probably neither. Neither, they're too generic. Okay, next episodes are the Wacky Watcher and the Stun Spore Detour. The what? The Wacky Watcher and the Stun Spore Detour. Oh, Stun Spore Detour. Okay. Sorry, I kind of misspoke a little bit. A lot of alliteration and a lot of internal rhyming. All right. Before I close this out here, any final thoughts? Final going once, going twice. Food. <laughs> all right, we're gonna go out. At, we're getting out of here, and we're getting some burgers. So we'd like to say, just thank you all for listening, and be sure to leave us a five star rating. If you have any questions or comments for the show, be sure to send them to out of the drawing pan at gmail.com. Again, that is out of the drawing pan at gmail.com, and be sure to follow us on Twitter at out of drawing pan. Again, the handle is out of drawing pan. And join us next time as the journey continues. <laughs>